The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This week on your favorite soap opera, it's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, soap fans. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and we are smack dab in the middle of October. But you don't have to wait until the 31st to get goodies because we have another treat of a show lined up for you this week. That actually makes me want some candy now, but I guess the last thing that you want is me over here crunching in your ear. So let's get on with today's show. This week we have two first-time guests here on Soap Central Live. In just a few moments, you'll meet Days of Our Lives' new Gabby Hernandez, actress Camilla Banis. Also in the first half of today's show, our Stranger Than Soap segment features a very unlikely soapy twist to an amazing story of human perseverance. And then later in the hour, the Young and the Restless' Tom Beards has an important message to share with everyone listening. It's definitely something that you're not going to want to miss. But first, five of the stars of Days of Our Lives were here in Philadelphia last week to help build homes for Habitat for Humanity. I was the only soap press person on the scene, and I was extremely privileged to be that. Uh, I did have a chance to talk exclusively with Ariane Zucker, Eric Martzoff, J. Kenneth Johnson, Mark Hapka, and Sean Christian about working with Habitat for Humanity and was really moved by some of the stories that they shared. And my mom made a surprise appearance. And let's just say that it made things very interesting. So if you'd like to check out coverage from the event, including exclusive photos, interviews, and my mother, head on over to soapcentral.com slash habitat. That is all lowercase letters. Now, since we're talking about days, let's get right to my first guest. She made her debut earlier this month when she assumed the role of Gabby Hernandez on NBC's Days of Our Lives. But this isn't the first soap role for Camilla Banis. One Life to Live viewers may remember her whirlwind tear through Landview two years ago when she played the condom-popping, acid-dropping Lola Montez. How's that for an introduction? We'll see how she explains that one. Camilla, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, before we get to all the crazy and juicy soap storylines, I think there's a lot of people out there who would like to get to know you a little more, so it's time to play the soap connection. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) All right. When did you first realize that you wanted to be an actress? Was it something that was always in the cards, or was there something else that you always thought you'd turn out to be other than an actress? Well, I first realized that I wanted to be an actress when I would just memorize, sit and memorize movies, TV shows, and act them out in front of my mom as if they were talent shows or just performances. You know, when I would be acting them out, it was just, it was the funnest time I was ever having. Hmm. And from that day, I mean, I, I mean, I was probably like five years old. 
um, my mom said, this girl definitely has to do something in this business because <laughs> she just loves it. Five, really? Yeah, I mean, I was like, I did a commercial when I was like four, and I started doing commercials, and I just couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. So were you at all familiar with soaps before you headed down the soap path, or was that something that you sort of had to jump into and learn all about? I, I wasn't at all. I mean, once I got chosen for One Life to Live, it was a month after I graduated high school. Um, it was the first big project that I had ever been a part of, and I knew nothing of, you know, fast-paced television. And it was really scary. I moved to New York from Miami, Florida. Um, I, it was just a very different world. And to just jump into something so difficult was extremely crazy. Well, just in terms of moving from Miami alone, uh, I'm guessing you weren't really accustomed to the cold up here in the Northeast. Oh, I definitely was not <laughs> accustomed to that. So, but I'm trying to think back then. We didn't really have a lot of snow until this year, but I'm sure that it's just it's a totally different sort of environment. And, and clothes, my gosh, just the clothes alone. <laughs> To me, I mean, you, you probably say that there wasn't a lot of snow the last two years, but to me it felt like the most snow I've ever experienced my whole life. Um, I mean, when I was there, I remember I was watching the snow come down, and it was kind of rising to my window, and I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, where the hell am I? What am I doing? There's snow all around me. It's freezing. I'm in my house. I can't even get out. It was uh, It was hard. <laughs> Okay, so now you've already said that you were good at memorizing things, but did anything prepare you for, you know, oodles and oodles of dialogue and text that you received when you joined One Life to Live? You know, I, I, I did a lot of theater in high school. Okay. Um, I, did, uh, I did some musical theater. I'm not great at singing, but I can sing. Um, it's not my forte, but I, I did have that experience, and I, I participated in plays all my life. And, I mean, my whole life was just drama. Every, every moment that I could dramatize, I would. And I still do. <laughs> Uh-oh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But... My mom, she says that, you know, a day without me, you know, making something bigger than it is, is a day, is a not normal day. Well, I noticed that a little bit when you were just talking about the snow. We had just a little bit of snow, and all of a sudden, <laughs> it seemed like... I felt like were... I was in a nigaloo or something. I felt like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's the Cuban in me, too. I exaggerate a little bit. You know, us Cubans do that. I I think everybody, it's it's a soap thing. We have to. Right, uh... right, exactly. (laughs) Well, one of the things that soap fans are excited about, and it was actually one of the most common uh, questions that we received from people who listen to the show and follow us on Twitter at Soap Central Live, and they wanted to know what it was like to work with A. Martinez. Oh, A. Martinez is just the nicest, greatest teacher, you know, acting father there could ever be. I mean, he comes into set so prepared, so ready to teach and learn at the same time, and so ready to just be real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he, he, he makes, he, well, he made every day so comfortable always asking questions, is this right for you, is this right for me, you know, let's work, let's run, let's do this. And it's just somebody that's so careful, so precise, so 
experience, and he's such a great person. Uh, it just seemed to be so many people have uh, such great memories of him, either whether it be from, from primetime or from other daytime shows, they seem to be very envious <laughs> that you got to work with him. So uh, He is such a great actor and he's such a great person that it was just a great experience, a great, great experience. Now, one of the things that I'm envious of is you, your character, Lola, came in sort of unassuming and then went crazy, just crazy soap chick, which I love. And you're on a short list of crazy soap chicks that, you know, sort of made me giggle and want to punch you all at the same time. So, <laughs> first, outside of the fact that you over-dramatize, according to you, where do you pull from to go and, and sort of go into this craziness of well, the soap world? here's the thing. Being a nice, innocent girl is fun. It's nice to just, you know, be the one that everybody wants to love, and it's, and it's, it's nice. But being the one that everybody hates and the one that everyone thinks is crazy and actually is crazy is even funner. Okay. I mean, I would prepare just in my living room, trying different things out. I would do research, and uh, I would I watched a lot of films. You know, it was just, it comes from, I don't know, it's, it's so much, it's so exciting mm-hmm. that it just, it comes to me like directly, just the acid scene that I did, I, I prepared a lot for it. And at the end, I just said, you know what? Just let it happen. Let it happen. Let you be full of life and full of, you know, your highness. Um, no, and it I do. I get that. Is it easier if you have a sort of approach of nothing to lose? Uh, I mean, it was a, a great soapy storyline. And rather, you said you had prepared for it. I'm guessing it is easier sort of to just say, you know what, let's have at it. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of the times I, I would go, especially at the beginning, when, of course, I didn't know anybody. Um, I, I didn't know anything about the show. I, I didn't know how to even uh, behave in a soap environment. I was scared that every single move I was going to make was wrong. Everything, every line was going to be delivered incorrectly, or it wasn't going to get the point that I wanted to across. And, you know, doubting yourself and, 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 and not risking things just kind of put a barrier on you because it, 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 it kind of suppresses all the things that could be real and could be natural and could be great. Hmm. But condom popping and acid dropping. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I don't really know what to say about that. <laughs> it comes from anger comes from very, very, a lot of anger. Okay. Well, then, from New York and being cold and chilly and being soap crazy, you ended up in Los Angeles. How did you find out about the role opening up on Days of Our Lives? Well, I've been to Los Angeles before. I ever ever went on um, One Life to Live. I came to visit just because I knew the business was, you know, here, there's so many different opportunities here. So I tried here. I was here for three weeks, and I fell in love with L.A. Mm. It's um, very similar to the environment where I grew up, um, the people here. I, I, I love just the lifestyle. Okay. And when I moved over here, I was auditioning for a few other things for a while, and all of a sudden my manager calls me, and she says, oh, 
there's a breakdown for days of our lives for this character. Daddy, you're perfect. I'm submitting you. And I'm saying, okay, well, that's, that's great. I mean, that's fine. I, I would love to be on another soap, especially in the environment that I love and, and just feel really comfortable in. Well, what we're going to do, uh, because we're coming up here on our first break, I don't want to get caught off talking about this new role, and I want people to know that they're going to have a chance to meet you and the rest of the cast of Days of Our Lives at an event next month. So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just a few bits. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to SCL. That's Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. I'm here with Camilla Bannis of Days of Our Lives. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Now, last week, Camilla, we started a new segment called Stranger Than Soaps, where we're looking at some of the things that happen in the real world that are far more bizarre than anything that's ever been played out on a soap. So I'm going to read this week's Stranger Than Soaps and get your thoughts. So here we go. Millions of people from around the world were transfixed to their TV screens as they watched the rescue of 33 Chilean miners play out earlier this week. The rescue of the miners who were trapped some 2,000 feet underground for more than two months was, I think, an example of human perseverance, uh, ingenuity, and it was just an all-around great and amazing story. But there was an unexpected twist. When Yanni Berrios emerged as the 21st miner to be rescued, it wasn't his wife of 28 years who was there greeting him, but rather his mistress, Susanna Valenzuela. As it turns out... Barrios's wife, 56-year-old Marta Salinas, was called, she called the rescue a miracle from God, but she opted not to attend the rescue because she'd recently found out about her husband's affair. How did she find out? Well, for all of you out there who think that these confessions and overhearings that go on on the soaps are fake, listen to this. While attending a vigil... Salinas heard another woman crying and calling out her husband's name. It was then that uh, Barrios' wife realized that her husband was an affair. Barrios, though, believe it or not, actually asked that both his wife and his mistress be there out of mind. I think it's kind of crazy, but I definitely think that it is a stranger than soap experience and affair. When I first found out about it, I was completely shocked that out of something so great and so heroic comes a scandal. Now, we were talking during the break that you said uh, it seems that U.S. news stations were a little late to pick up on this whole affair story, that uh, TV from Latin America, I guess Univision and Telemundo, had been reporting this long before the rest of us knew about it. Hello? Are you there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely true. I mean, my, uh, my grandmother... Uh-oh, I think we're losing you. And I think we lost our caller. We lost Camilla. However, what we're going to do is we're going to move on to, believe it or not, another stranger than soap story that came through. This is actually submitted by someone who visits SoapCentral.com and is aware that on The Young and the Restless there was a story where one of the characters was dressed up as a chipmunk and was robbing banks, and it was crazy. So this was submitted, and I find it just as odd as anything we've seen on the soaps. Apparently, a man in New Hampshire dressed up like a tree and went into a citizen's bank branch in Manchester, New Hampshire, and decided he was going to rob the bank. Police said that the leafy man didn't say anything. He just 
uh, showed a weapon, demanded cash, and was given some money and left. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened after that, but they do show some pictures. If you guys go to USA Today and Google bank robber tree, you can see some pictures. He wasn't a very convincing tree. He literally cut off a branch or two from a tree. Looks like he duct taped it to his head and walked into the bank and demanded money. Uh, I'm not quite sure what he was thinking, but apparently I guess that in his mind it was a great idea. I'm going to check now to see, is Camilla back on the line? I am definitely back on the line. Great. You missed a great story about a man dressing up like a tree to rob a bank. I heard the last bit about him gluing the tree to his head and walking into the bank. It's kind of crazy. Uh, but again, you know, sometimes I think the, the real world is far more bizarre than anything we can come up with for fiction. So let's get back to talking about Days of Our Lives. Now, for Days fans, they know that there was another actress who previously played the role of Gabby. I'm curious for you as an actress, do you approach a role differently if it's a new role or one that you're taking over uh, that's been recast? Well, I was never... Um I've never been in the position um, that I was a few months ago, um, taking in as the role of Gabby. And uh, that was a really big concern for me when I, I spoke to the casting director, you know, what specifically was her background, um, what's the, what, what, if there was a style or something that she had already established as the role of Gabby. And I, I, actually, I was really, really nervous as to how people would respond, not only fans, but the actual actors on the show as well. Hmm. Um, but everybody was really nice and very welcoming and very opening. And it is really scary to come in as someone that already has been established. And the way I see it is, you know, I don't, I don't want to be what somebody else was. I want to try and just give the character the most I can give it. Hmm. And um, I, 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 I'm giving Gabby a new, a, a refreshment, a different Gabby. Okay. Now she the, the kind that I can give her. <laughs> she seems to be, at least for now, a little calmer uh, and a little more reserved than the way you went on a One Life to Live. Uh, let's, oh, definitely. Without giving away too much, because we don't like to uh, ruin the viewing experience for the fans out there, right. there's some pretty meaty story coming up for Gabby and for you, of course, in the weeks ahead, and I'm wondering if you can preview a little bit without giving too much away of what fans can expect. Right. Well, everybody already knows um, that Lindsay um, Hartley um, is no longer on the show, but she's on to doing greater and better things. Um, but, you know, Ariana plays a huge role in Gabby's life, and, um, and to lose her is something very difficult and very hard to the experience, and you're, the fans especially and the viewers are, are going to see a side of Gabby that they've never seen before, a side where she, you know, can't control something so unexpected and, and so surprising and so extremely heartbreaking for her. Um, it, it's hard because, you know, Gabby is very sassy and, and very, you know, she always has something to say about anything anybody tells her, but... <laughs> Yeah, when yeah. when when Ariana um, isn't there anymore, she she breaks down, and it's it's great to see characters go in and out of these crazy uh, things that happen to them. 
No, I, I definitely agree. I think that sometimes that also helps the fans become more invested in a character, too. Right. Now, I and there's also, there's also, you know, Gabby, uh, I, I mean, from what I, I know from the background, she was kind of involved with Will, and, and not really, but with Chad. It was kind of like a weird triangle. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely something coming up where she, she establishes something a, a little more solid with one of them. Okay. Oh, that's a good tease for, for fans out there who may be pulling one way or the other. Now, right. speaking of the fans, you're going to have a chance to meet the fans, and I'm guessing it's going to be your first full-fledged big fan event at the Day of Days. Yes, it's very exciting and very nerve-wracking at the same time. Uh-oh. Why nerve-wracking? <laughs> I mean, I've seen pictures <laughs> from last year's event. I've done a little research. And it just looks like there's so many people and so many things are happening at once. And it's kind of, it's kind of weird because uh, being uh, an actress and, and being in the media and all of this, you would expect that she is completely um, comfortable with, with uh, fans and meeting people and getting to know them and taking pictures. And it's really hard for me um, to do that and be really, really social um, so it's, it's kind of like a, a learning experience as well, because I've never been exposed to anything like this at all. You're going to have a blast. And for folks who want to go to this, I'm going to let them know that it's Saturday, November 6th at the Universal City Walk, and it's free for all fans. So that's even better. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, we're almost to the end of this segment, and I can't let you go. I think we have about two minutes without asking you about Halloween. Do you have a favorite costume or one that you're most proud of from your days of trick-or-treating? I, I can tell you this much. I've been a gypsy for five years in a row. <laughs> okay. I am completely obsessed with the way they dress, and if I could, I would be a gypsy every day, um, minus the stealing or whatnot, um, <laughs> and the witchcraft or whatnot. But... Um, I love the style, I love the dark eyes, and I, I, that's my favorite Halloween costume, and I'll probably do it a few more times. So, Okay, and in 30 seconds, do you have a favorite candy? Oh, my favorite candy is Twix bars. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> and I just noticed, and we're, we'll have to talk about this maybe another time, but you said for the past five years in a row, so that makes it sound like you're still trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely still trick-or-treating, and I'm trick-or-treating this year, too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's a very interesting way to leave this interview, but, Camilla, I want to thank you so much for being a part of today's show. Oh, no, I want to thank you guys for inviting me. I had an awesome time. Well, hopefully we'll have you back in the near future. Definitely, yes, of course. Great. Thank you so much. And thank everybody you. out there, stay tuned. We'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just a few moments. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? 
For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question? A comment? Or you just want to dish, please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. My next guest is inspirational on so many different levels. He's an award-winning actor, artist, author, and humanitarian. In 1986, Tom Beards took on the role of Philip Chancellor III on CBS's The Young and the Restless. Shortly after his on-screen persona was killed in a car crash, his personal life was turned upside down. Tom chronicled his experiences in the memoir, Forgiving Troy. Now Tom is here offering words of encouragement to gay teens to let them know that they're not alone. So, Tom, welcome to Soap Central Live. Thanks, Dan. It's good to be here. Now, there may be some folks who are still tuned in or who are turning in specifically uh, for your segment, but they may not be completely familiar with your background. So I'd like to learn a little bit more about how you ended up in the crazy world of soaps. When were you first bit by the acting bug? Oh, you know, when I was a little boy in Wisconsin, I was shy, but it was like, oh, wow, you know, I, I, I want to be a movie star. So even though I, I never, uh, I auditioned for a school play one time and, and did not get it, uh, I was too quiet. I was way too shy. I, I kept it a secret that, you know what, I'm still going to move out to Hollywood and give it a shot. So I saved money bartending uh, at gay bars, actually. I, I was gay. I came out uh, early, and, and back then the drinking age was uh, 19. So I was oh, able wow. to bartend, bartend at a gay bar at 19 years old, and I saved 5000 bucks. moved to Wisconsin. Uh, I w- ran into Rob Lowe's manager, and he represented me, and... A couple of years later, I was on The Young and the Restless uh, after five callbacks for that show. So I was, I was real excited to do that, man. Good people. 
Did you know anything about soaps before entering that, or was it sort of a, a whole new world for you? It, it was, I mean, I had watched them. I had watched General Hospital and The Young and the Restless. My, that's what my grandma did. So I was, I was familiar with them. Yeah, yeah. And after being with The Young and the Restless for, uh, I guess, three years, you had opted to leave the show. Uh, what brought about the decision to leave? It was a three-year contract. Okay. And uh, then the second year, they said, would you extend it to a four-year contract? And, and my managers wanted me to go into feature films. We, you know, Rob Lowe had contacts, et cetera. That's kind of what I had envisioned as well. Uh, so, you know, we just didn't want anything longer than three years. So then Young Arrested decided to kill off my character. And uh, that was in 89. And then, uh, you know, a couple months later, my paranoid schizophrenic brother, he killed our mother in Kenosha, Wisconsin. So that certainly changed my focus and and changed uh, my priorities a lot. Now, I was uh, speaking with someone else who is not a soap fan, but she's familiar with your book. And she and I were uh, sort of trying to, to wrap our head around it. And the title of the book is Forgiving Troy. And it seems to a lot of people that it would be extremely difficult to forgive. Well, Dan, uh, sure, it is, it was. Uh, it, it's a real long story why I did. You know, I felt like I owed my mother. I felt I should have been a better son, and I felt I owed my mother, uh, you know, to, to be really good and outreach to my brother because I know she would have wanted that. And she was always like that. So, you know, I didn't want to forgive him, but uh, I ended up seeing him in prison five years after he killed her, and he was absolutely non-existent and, and crazy at that point and, and paranoid schizophrenic and just babbling and incoherent. And uh, it was my return to him in prison that got him medicine, and then I just took it upon myself to... You know, be his big brother that that uh, I never was before. So, you know, I, I began to really, really outreach to him and appreciate him as this lost soul. And you know, together, you know, we, we've, we've become very close. And he uh, is doing the best that he can. It, it would not have helped me at all to hold the grudge. I think that's people get cancer when they hold on to resentment and stuff. So it's just, it's actually, you know, it's better for everybody to forgive. Now that leads me into talking about forgiveness or um, acceptance. And one of the things that uh, you recently released a video uh, sort of encouraging gay youth, particularly in times now where there, there seems to be more reporting of gay teens being bullied in schools. Uh, I think it's that, important. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, you know, we lo- we very visibly lost uh, some wonderful uh, teenagers. You know, Seth Walsh from California, Billy Lucas from Indiana, Asher Brown, Texas. Everybody heard about Tyler Clemente, New Jersey, Cody Barker in Wisconsin. You know, uh, we we've seen a bunch of them together. We have more communication today. The internet is savvy, so we're just more aware of it. But that hasn't changed. Gay kids have always been picked on, and it is so. It, it, it's sickening to think that that continues in, in this day and age, you know? So because I have gotten so much healing myself from painting 
you know, when I went internal years ago and had to deal with with the huge stuff in my family, including another brother's suicide, the canvas really helped me. And I was I was often surprised at what came out there. And a lot of it was expressionistic, where after I saw it, I would realize, oh, wait a minute, this is my feeling about, you know, the overwhelming circumstances, etc. So that's when I, I did a public service announcement, because... I am co-founder of the American Art Awards, and I asked them to have a free category this year for teenagers so that they, too, might get some healing by painting and drawing what it's like to be a gay teenager today. They don't even have to put their name if they're afraid of their name being associated with it. They can do it anonymously. But I encourage uh, kids to go to AmericanArtAwards.com. It's easy to enter their art, and I think it would be... Uh, it could be a it could cause an epiphany in some uh, hard-headed bullies where they could see from another perspective. Oh, wait a minute! You know this is absolutely haunted. You know why would I be a part of something that makes somebody feel like that? Uh, I don't know. You know that may be asking too much, but I think that it's. It, it, I think it's worth uh, a bunch of us looking at. So I encourage teenagers to do that. I've been surprised in reading some of the news coverage uh, on some of the news websites on the Internet where they allow people to leave comments afterwards Mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't understand the why the bullying is a big deal in their their words. Uh, A lot of people say, you know, hey, bullying has been around since the dawn of time. It's not a big deal. And it's just part of growing up. And I'm curious, how do you respond to that? Well, education is so important. And the kids that are being bullied, they think that there may be something to it. They feel bad. And that's the thing. If those kids could just realize that it's the bully's problem. Because when you look at humanity, when you look at the billions of people on this planet, we're good-natured beings, if we like ourselves, if we like our life, we're happy human beings and, and we don't instigate violence. Now, if we're unhappy, if we're feeling powerless, some people pick on other people. And if the gay teenagers and everybody that's being bullied could realize that there's nothing wrong with you, you know, these kids, they've got an issue. These kids are dealing with, with, with their own feelings of inadequacy, and they're taking it out on who they can. So, you know, I want the kids to realize uh, that there's no validity to it at all. And I think in today's age, there is so much communication, and they're able to reach out. You know, we need to discuss this. Uh, yeah, you, you, you see what I'm saying there, Dan? No, I do. And there's, there was something that you wrote in Forgiving Troy that, stuck with me when I read it, and to me, reading the Internet and, and searching is sort of something that people are still saying even today, and it was, the truth was, I secretly doubted I even belonged in society as homosexuals were considered jokes, deviants, or invisible. Yeah, man, that still hurts today, because, yeah, there are gays on TV, but for the most part, you know, a lot of gays are jokes on TV still. Uh and uh, I, I was uh, with uh, a friend, when was it, yesterday? 
and he was talking about we were talking about oh yeah yeah he's a, he's a a lawyer uh, in a big city and he was saying that you know even people in his office that you know they it's okay that they will make fag jokes but you know no they're not going to make uh, black jokes or they're not going to make uh, Jewish jokes or they're not going to make fun of, of any other minority but it's still okay for adults to think that they can demean gay people and use the fag word and stuff and that you know that, that's pretty sad that, that that's pretty sad and i hope to be a, a part of that change you know that's one reason that i wanted to come out and play gay philip on the young and the restless is because uh, the young and the restless reaches uh so many countries and, and millions of viewers and you know it's it's an interesting way to present a character that is a normal character in in a pretty normal city. So now I it, to do more with that. It's fictional, but one of the the reasons that it was explained that uh, Philip stayed in hiding for twenty years is that he couldn't come to terms with his own homosexuality. Obviously, that's not necessarily uh, something that people can get away with in, in the real world, but. There are some people, particularly teens, who are so maybe uncomfortable in their own skin that they do contemplate suicide. How do we get to a point where you you can tell someone as much as you want, it's okay, it's okay, but how do you really impress upon someone that, you know, it is okay? Yeah, and you know what? Uh, What bothers me today is that yeah, I've heard it's okay, but nobody is out there saying it's good. It's good to be gay. And I have a meeting with GLAD next week, uh, which, which is a, a huge gay organization uh, that protects gay rights and TV and stuff. And I want to ask them about that. Why isn't anybody telling kids that it's good to be gay? You know, they, they, they should be proud of that. We are up here on our commercial break. Uh, We still have a whole bunch more to talk about. Uh, So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just a few moments. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, 
SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I'm here this week with Tom Beards from The Young and the Restless. Tom, welcome back. Hey, thanks, Rip. Now, we were talking during the break, uh, as I've told listeners before, some of the best conversation actually comes on uh, during the breaks. And I think it's important that people know, and you touched on it earlier, is that this isn't something new. It isn't just suddenly in 2010 that there are gay teens committing suicide. This is something that's gone on for as long as I can remember, uh, yeah, back but, but, in college. But years ago, when I was a kid, I thought I was the only one. Now kids don't think they're the only one. They may think they're inferior, and they may think that their parents are going to hate this, but you know what? They don't. They don't. And some of them will, but, but so many people are surprised at how much support they get when they eventually come out. So I do encourage kids and adults to tell their parents. There is, and I, I can't speak highly enough about Forgiving Troy, but there was another quote in the book uh, and something that really sort of caught me by surprise. I think for a lot of people, particularly some youth in the African-American community, they're concerned that perhaps their religion uh, conflicts with their sexual identity. And in your book, you mentioned that on your 18th birthday, you wrote a letter to God telling him that you were gay. Yeah, not only that, man, it's, when I was a little boy, I, I knew that I was going to be famous. You know, I just, I had this conversation with my boyfriend the other night, and, and you know, I'm like, you know what, work is more important than you. Work is more important than any relationship <laughs> I'll ever have, because I feel like I'm supposed to do something. You know, so when I was a little boy, I, I felt that I was going to have a platform someday, and as I was turning 18, I wrote a letter to God, and I said, look, you know, I know I'm going to be famous and if being gay is is bad, then kill me tonight in my sleep. And I meant it, you know. Uh, he didn't kill me, of course. Uh, you know, I've had many years since then <laughs> to, to understand, you know, of course God has no problem with anything like that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, okay, don't get me going there. <laughs> no, I, I think it's, sometimes I think that people maybe do need to hear that, that, 
there are gay and lesbian performers on television. There's, there certainly aren't a lot. Uh, it seems to be more and more prevalent. But sometimes, like you said, they, people will look on TV and they may not see anyone who they feel reflects them and who they are. Oh, there are so many gay people. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. You know, some people say one in ten. I think it's like one in seven or, or one in six. Yeah. I mean, and, and of course, the people in the entertainment industry, they're so cool. You know, people in big cities, they're so cool with this. You know, they, they love gay people. It, it's not an issue at all. And that's why a lot of gay people move to big cities when they're 18 or 19, because they can't stand the self the self-hate anymore and the non-support. And they move to a big city and they find friends, friends that stick around for years and years and years, and they become a second family. And they love you the way that your family's supposed to love you. You mentioned earlier that you were able to uh, release a lot of what you're feeling through your artwork. Mm-hmm. Was art something, I, I think I remember reading in your book that you did paint by numbers when you were little. Was art always something that was important to you as well? Not the, the uh, acting type of art, but actual physical painting art. Yeah. Then, then I'm constantly creating. That, that's what I do. I'm not a guy that follows directions and, or instructions or, or logic. And at, at times I feel very inconsistent with the normal world. But all I do is create. So I've, I've done everything. I've, I've you know, painted, I've written, I've, anything creative I do. And, uh, yeah, I've got, like, hundreds of paintings on my website, uh, com, and, and right now uh, I make my living uh, mainly doing portraits, portraits of, of people and, and portraits of pets, and I love it. it it's completely challenging, and it's, it's just easy for me. It's great work. Portraits of pets, has there been uh, a very strange segue, but has there been any... A uh, pet that you've been surprised more than other. Uh, you know, I, people tend to think maybe dogs or cats, but has anyone submitted, you know, a picture of a turtle or a, a bunny or anything else? <laughs> no, there's a man that's going to send me his uh, photographs of his birds, and I'll paint them. But no, it's it's mostly been dogs, and a lot of these have been dogs that have passed on, and people, you know, want to remember their dog in a beautiful way and so that they have me paint their dog and I'm a big you know I'm a big animal lover and I'm also a big believer in life after death so this is very gratifying work for me to do uh, someone just tweeted to uh, Soap Central Live for folks out there who were following that tonight on ABC's 2020 they're going to be doing an hour long look at teen bullying so for those of you out there who maybe want to get a little more information or learn how you can help someone in your own life who's going through this, be sure to check out ABC's 2020 tonight. Uh, Check your local listings. Now, we only have about three minutes left, but I want to give you the last word, Tom, in terms of uh, for someone out there who's listening who maybe is in a dark place, who doesn't know what they should do, uh, what words of advice or encouragement do you have for them? My brother killed himself. Uh, it is—he was 36. It was absolutely shocking because we would never expected that to happen, and we can see how much of other lives he could have had. You know, he could have changed his life. He, he could have been happy, but he was in a very dark, depressed place. Uh, it, you know, there's a huge campaign out there called It Gets Better, and it does get better. And, you know, being a teenager is so hard, and being a gay teenager 
it, it, it's really hard. I mean, you know, I, I want kids to know that it does get better. Uh, there's so many inspirational stories out there. You know, please don't kill yourself. There's uh, life. Life is a lot bigger than you think. Uh, don't believe. You know, don't believe in limits. Don't believe other people limiting you. And it's your life, you know. You don't have to live for your parents, and you don't have to live for your hometown or your school. It's your life. You can be anything you want to be. Well, Tom, thank you so much for being a part of today's show. Uh, We also have, if anyone out there feels that they need to talk to someone, you can call the Trevor Project. It's a 24-hour gay suicide prevention hotline at 866-488-7386 or online at thetrevorproject.org. I'd also like to thank Camilla Bannis for, ju- uh, for joining us today. You can look for her weekdays on Days of Our Lives, which, of course, airs on NBC. Check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. If you'd like to learn more about the Day of Days fan event coming up on November 6th, head on over to SoapCentral.com days and look for the news link on the right-hand side of the page. Of course, uh, thank you to Tom Beards. You can learn more about the American Art Awards by visiting AmericanArtAwards.com. And if you'd like to check out Tom's own amazing artwork, head on over to TomBeards.com. If you missed any part of today's show, you want to hear it again, you'd like to download an MP3, head on over to SoapCentral.com slash radio for all sorts of listening options from this and previous shows. Next week, we'll be back with another new edition of Soap Central Live, so tune in then. And until then, I'm your host, Dan Kroll, signing off. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.